Coming up on today's Locked On Angels, let's discuss this with Locked On Reds. Luis Castillo to Anaheim, what would it take and is it worth it? That's coming up right now on Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. I'm Steve Granato, your host. You can follow me over on Twitter at Steve Granato, and of course, our Locked On account is at Locked On Angels. I want to jump right into this. Would the Angels consider trading for Luis Castillo? We already know about that. That's a hard yes, but is it going to be worth it? We're going to break it all down from every angle. Let's go ahead and jump to that conversation with Locked On Reds host Jeff Carr. That's right now here on today's Locked On Angels. Jeff Carr of Locked on Reds, Steve Granato of Locked on Angels, of course. We are talking Luis Castillo. We're talking Angels. We're talking Reds. Jeff, how's the offseason, man? It's been interesting, Steve. Uh, The moves that have been made have been few and far between. That was kind of uh, known. That was feared, I guess maybe is the right word, whenever the season ended. But even up through the frenzy that was the pre-lockout days of like the 30th and the 1st, the Reds were still not involved in any of that. So that wasn't a huge surprise, but even still, it's been a little bit disappointing. So lots of uh, minor league signings now with invites to spring training to look forward to pretty much the only thing that can happen unless your name is Justin Verlander apparently then you can <laughs> then you can sign and no one cares um yeah. but anyway uh, I, I want to jump right into this man I know that's why people are clicking on this it's the Luis Castillo talk and as we're recording this so we're recording this on December 20th I know that's when this episode comes out for you mine comes out on the 22nd but it is just over a year anniversary of the Rysel Iglesias trade uh with the Angels for Noe Ramirez and a player to be named which, wow, I know it was a salary dump, but wow, especially looking at it now, you're going, man, what a, what a real workout for the Halos. So the Angels have had plenty of success trading with the Reds. Um, we obviously now have Michael Lorenzen. I know that wasn't a trade, but still, um, Angels-Reds have a little bit of uh, more recent history. I want to start with this. The rumors surrounding Luis Castillo have always been, shoot for the moon if you're Cincinnati. Do you get the sense... I know I do, but do you get the sense that the asking price is very high on Luis Castillo? I do, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with rumors last offseason. There were a lot of people that were talking about like this one report that came out, I want to say it was in like January last year, that there was a person who errantly reported that a deal was done, that Luis Castillo was a Yankee. And that Clint Frazier was heading to the Reds, which now looks kind of funny because Clint Frazier is unemployed. So the comparison there is like, all right, what else was involved in that fake deal that thankfully was fake? But because of all of that, the Reds have kind of placed this feeling of dread in their fans that is... There's some kind of ticking clock. They're not, for some reason, not going to extend him. They're going to trade him. But even with that... They have not torpedoed their own deal. They, they still continue to ask quite a bit because every time you turn around, it says, well, so-and-so's talking with him. So-and-so's talking with him. I think the whole point of that is literally somebody called Nick Crawl and he didn't hang up right away. You know, I, I think that he is looking at this as if we trade Luis Castillo, then I'm going to make sure that the Reds get back some sort of 
not franchise altering, but you know, some sort of huge haul. Cause I don't necessarily think he has been mandated to specifically get rid of Castillo. I think he's only been mandated to specifically get rid of money. Well, so th- this is how we-, we talk about this a lot in the business side here on Locked on Angels. Uh, I don't know how it is on Locked on Reds if you like to get into this kind of stuff. But a lot of times trade rumors come by way of agents. Uh, yes. That's usually how these things leak, quote unquote. They are leaked by the inside source, and that's usually the agent. So a lot of times when they're doing things like this, it can be just to stir the pot, really, just to go, hey, by the way, I know the A's are interested in, you know, or the, hey, you know, the Astros, by the way, you know, that kind of thing right. to try and get a little bit more. Um, a lot of that typically does have to do with the free agent side for money, but it does definitely come into the, the trade side. So Luis Castillo, I know Angels fans want him. That is like target priority number one especially after Scherzer Gosman and all that so but I'm looking at the numbers here and Luis Castillo is coming off one of his worst years Mm -hmm. mathematically so I know he's young but you know his strikeouts went down his hard hit percentages were up his walks were right around the same but like some of the numbers just kind of didn't move in the right direction so if it was a quote-unquote Clint Frazier deal, potentially, why should I trust a Luis Castillo for, let's say, a Brandon Marsh? We'll talk a little bit about potential targets here. Stick around. But right. why, why should I, as an Angels fan, believe in Luis Castillo after a year like 2021? Luis Castillo has this very strange, especially 2021, has this strange ability to go through a period of not great pitching. During whatever point in the season, because before this past year, it was, well, he is a really great pitcher at the beginning of the year, but he kind of tapers off at the end. This time he flipped the script. The first two months of this past year, he had an ERA close to seven and a half. And then once the months turned to June and July and August and September, his ERA was like 2.3. He was insanely different. And a lot of it just had to do with a uptick in usage of his fastball and his slider and a downtick in his sinker. His sinker was getting murdered. And really, other than the month of June, his sinker got murdered all year long. It's just so happened in the first two months, it was literally a batting average against like 500 whenever he threw his sinker. And part of that also, they were talking about mechanical issues. He was kind of flying open on his delivery and things like that because he has that twisting motion. He's a little bit prone to inconsistency with his mechanics. But overall, the talent has always been there. It's just been a question of what's going to happen when he hits that dry spell. How bad is he going to be? His walk rate, even, even during the months where he wasn't so great, his walk rate was only right around 9%. He wasn't walking a ton of people. He was getting a little bit unlucky with the homer to fly ball rate, although his career percentage isn't that bad. But overall, he just had a really rough couple of months with the BABIP, and he turned it down for the final four months of the season. And that's where you saw, because for much of the year, his ERA was well above four. And whenever he finally got it under four in the month of September, everybody was just like, Hey, look at that. It doesn't look terrible. It doesn't look great compared to Castillo standards, but it still didn't look like, you know, middle back end of the rotation type guy. It was, it was bad there for the first two months. (laughs) 
This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, and it's all covered in chocolate. It's low in calories, sugar, net carbs, fat, and it's high in protein. The best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. All the flavors you could ever want, and especially those marshmallowy treats around the holidays like Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. There's different flavors. Of course, you already know them. Raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. They're all delicious. I can guarantee you that. I got a promo code offer for you. That's promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. Get 15% off your order. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order of those delicious Built Bars. I know for me, again, looking at those numbers, it's all, all the bad numbers were at or near career highs for him. And that's where yes. I went, whoa, 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 whoa. The, the big ones with the barrels, the hard hit percentages, um, and again, the strikeouts being down. You know, you know, I know strikeouts aren't everything, but when those numbers start fluctuating, when it's a full two less from the season or two seasons prior, you go, whoa, something happened. Um, so it's nice to get a little bit of context there. Let's shift the conversation now to... If the Angels are interested, I know. Well, I know they are interested. At least the before the lockout, everybody they were interested. Everyone should interested. be interested. I don't know why the Red. I mean, I'm, yeah, everybody <laughs> should. be. <laughs> yes. So the the Angels are interested, and we have heard that time and time again. Now, again, it seems like the asking price is the moon. From Mar- I, I'm just gonna not gonna beat around the bush here. I have time and time again said, do not trade Adele or Marsh. That is likely, at least from what I've seen, seems to be what the asking price would be. If you had a choice, because I can't foresee a future in which the Angels deal both of them for Luis Castillo, I think that would be way too high, especially given the holes they have in the outfield for 2022 and 23. If you had to pick one. Based on what I've seen, it's got to be Marsh, right? Like I, I They're both... It. They're both crazy talented, and I think the only reason I'm really saying Marsh is because we've seen Adele struggle more at the big league level, and it's not to say that struggling at the big league level as a rookie is a complete like deal breaker because either or would really help the Reds as a franchise moving forward because losing Nick Castellanos, they're obviously not going to resign him because they're not going to pay him $25 million a year. So with that, they have a huge hole now and people are saying, well, Tyler Naquin's all right. Taylor Naquin could fill in, but I would much rather have a concrete plan, especially for the fact that the Reds as a team struggled mightily against left-handed pitching. And Tyler Naquin was part of the problem. In fact, he was like right in the crosshairs of what the problem was. So, you're looking at a guy like Adele or Marsh that would help you out in that area. Plus, I think talent-wise and just the overall kind of what scouts have been saying their futures look like, people are higher on Marsh, right? So I think I'd pick him. It's pretty close. They have had very similar trajectories. They both right now are projected by fan graphs to be perennial all-stars. Yeah. Um, they're in the 65 range. So that, you know, on a scale of, of 0 to 80. Or 20 to 80. Um, but again, for my money, I, I, I think with the Angels right now, with the situation of Justin Upton going into his final year contract, and that very obviously not going to be a, a re-signing. Um, Angels fans didn't even want that signing to happen five years ago uh, <laughs> when that did happen. So 
that it doesn't, from my perspective, and we've had a whole episode on this, by the way, should the Angels trade Joe Adela, Brandon Marsh, I'll leave it up uh, in the episode description here on our YouTube side and, of course, our audio side, but... If the I know the Angels would want to make a tra- if they're going to make a trade for a starting pitcher if they don't get let's say a Carlos Rodon or something, then they are very much going to do their absolute best to keep those two guys together because they obviously are the biggest chips that the Angels have and they haven't had big chips in a while. The last big chip they really had was Sean Newcomb, who they flipped to get Andrelton Simmons, which obviously turned out to be a good move. But right now, these are the big guys, so. I know you did some mock stuff on on your Twitter side. A guy that I'm looking at that might be in a bag to send to St. Uh, to St. Louis to Cincinnati is maybe Kyron Paris or Jeremiah Jackson. I don't know how familiar you are with the Angels system, but that seems to be maybe something the Angels would be willing to give up, thinking a little bit shorter term. I know that. My knowledge of the Angel system is a little bit surface. Uh, Adele, sure. Marsh, Reed Detmers, um, those were the main guys that I was seeing in a lot of mock trades, so I looked them up a little bit. And Detmers definitely interests me. Uh, I don't necessarily know about the kind of pivoting because I would almost want the Reds, if they were going to make a big trade with Castillo or Gray or Malley or one of those guys, hopefully get something where they are light because they are very light at least in the short term, like kind of, you know, immediate future, they are very light in outfield prospects because they don't that's have where any the angels have strength. Yeah, that's that's something that the Reds just don't have right now. So that would be where I would hope they would focus because a guy like Marsh, he's ready right now. Right. And a guy like Adele as well. Are those other two guys close? Marsh and Adele are more than likely going to make it out of spring mm-hmm. one will definitely be starting in right and potentially one may be starting in left depending on how justin upton is in spring mm-hmm. and if it's just like marsh comes out of the gates like all right bro like we, we can't justify not starting you in left sorry upton loses his spot right. i would foresee that happening unless justin upton comes out of the gate super hot like he had at one point in 2021 but kyron paris jeremiah jackson are guys that are not ready for 2022 2023 maybe 2024 but are looking at 25 as definitely being there so it depends too on what the reds look at as their as their competitive window because these are not guys you know those guys are not guys that are going to be there now if you're looking at a detmers right or a Sam Bachman those are guys that will be ready for 2022 2021 potentially or 2023 2022 um so if they're looking the pitching front the angels theoretically would give up one of those guys but if we're talking Sonny Gray I don't think the angels are going near Adele Marsh Bachman or Detmers I think that's completely out of the cars for a number three starter that's like one through four isn't it in the prospect rankings for yeah, the organization. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's what we're looking at like top 5 there. I mean, I, kinda... I, Adele Adele has graduated, but Marsh I think technically is still in it. Both guys have never played they haven't even played 80 games in the majors yet. So, mm-hmm. they are still 24 and 23. <laughs> so, they're still very young. Um and you right. got to remember that Joe Adele was a high school kid drafted in 17. So, he is still very young and still early on in his major league career. So, For me, still, I am not ready to let those guys go. 
This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKED on to receive your bonus basketball football hockey boxing ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts So, okay, so I got to scare you a little bit because, and, and this is what mock trades are for. They're fun. They're kind of goofy. Uh, I had one sent to me, and based on what you're telling me, this would be a nightmare scenario should this happen. The Reds would trade Luis Castillo and Shogo Akiyama, and the Angels would trade Joe Adele, Sam Bachman, a guy named Bush, and Reed Detmers. <laughs> oh, my God, no. No, 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 no. That is a hard no. You want Kai Bush, Sam Bachman, Reed Detmers, and Joe Adele? That's the Angels' future in three years, bro. That's the whole team. God so, no. So marking that one down as a no. All that right. is well, all that that is a hang up the phone non-starter. That's we are so far off, so see, far off. Luis Castillo's not that good. That see, is hang up the phone. Where- that's where it makes me laugh because so one of the resources and I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but one of the resources I like to use is baseballtradevalues.com. Yeah. And according to baseballtradevalues.com, the Angels value that they're getting in that on a number basis is 60 and the Reds value that they're getting on that on a number basis is 59.7. Yeah. Well, okay, but you're I, I will admit like, the future. Period. Yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as the angel system is considered, that is like, as far as value, major league level, sure, whatever. Like, whatever. I'm just going right. like Kai Bush maybe would be in on that mix. I'd understand, but you're mm. not getting Adele and Detmers, and not getting Sonny Gray back and Luis Castillo. Like, that's just not going to happen because that's just sure. the Angels' future right now. And the way that Fangraphs has projected you know, Adele and Marsh, they have climbed year end and year in. So go back to 2019, Marsh and Adele were like, I can't remember the exact numbers, but they were like platoon, you know, platoon guys. And then they, in two years time, creep up to all stars. So it's like, that's a big, big jump, you know, and I, I trust fan graphs pretty well. I know that projections are tough and, you know, they do the best that they can and everybody does the best that they can, but they have gotten better year on and year in. So for Detmers and Bachmer, Bachman to leave, like, dude, give me Garrett Cole. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that is <laughs> yeah. not even, like, the Angels aren't going to part way with both Detmers and Bachman unless it's like, you know, Nolan Ryan's coming back. <laughs> you know, that's just not happening, man. I and, and, and I will say, like, I don't think I'm being a homer when I say that Castillo has the talent to be a Cy Young, but he also has the question marks surrounding him that have reasonably kept him out of the conversation the big inconsistencies these dry spells that he goes through year in and year out if he can eliminate those and as pam once said on an episode of the office start fast uh run fast in the middle and 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 in fast too then yes he can be a cy young because the talent wise you're talking about 
100 mile an hour fastball easy you're talking about a circle change that is widely regarded as one of the best pitches in baseball and a slider that is up and coming a slider that i believe he could probably replace his god-awful sinker as the pitch to contact get the double play ball that he's looking for out pitch and, and everything else is a swing and miss pitch for him the the only issue is is the mechanics can he be consistent with those and simply because of the twist in the middle of his delivery it's a little bit of a question mark i mean you, you remember seeing him out west guy named johnny cueto has a very similar delivery to johnny cueto in that regard so i think that he has the upside of a cy young award winner but yes, if you're telling me that the Reds are going to get three of the top four, if the uh, if, if things were uh, switched around and you're saying that the Reds are going to get Mike Trout, but they got to trade Hunter Green, Nick Ladello, and Jose Barrero, I might be a little out on that one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just the again from what we know, it's not like we you know we're hanging out with Ken Rosenthal here or hanging out in the Angels <laughs> yeah. front office. But everything that we know, we know that the asking price is high. How high? We don't know that is what that is. Every sense we have gotten is that it is for the moon. So I, I still think the Angels would favor going the free agent route because Carlos Rodon is a guy that has pretty darn good upside, roughly the same age. He's only, what, a couple of years older. He's like 28, 29, somewhere around there. And is a guy that could potentially find a landing spot here long term that would sign and given how good his 2021 was, if the Angels, because what it was with Carlos Rodon, again, we had a whole episode on that. I'll also link that down below, a whole episode on Carlos Rodon. But it's the mechanic repeatability that he has struggled with since his NC State days. Mm -hmm. And staying on the field, obviously, has also been a problem for him. So if he's able to fix that, then, I mean, then what are we even talking about here? I don't even want to deal with Luis Castillo. We don't have to give up anything as an Angels fan base. We don't have to lose Adele or Marsh. Because this, uh, uh, this will be my final point on losing Adele slash Marsh that I've already made before, but is once you lose them, they're gone, man. That's it. Bye. Like they ain't coming back because they're going to go yeah. be franchise players somewhere. That's, that's gone. So it, it gives you shades of Gene Segura for the angels where you go, you lose Gene Segura and then that's it, man. He ain't ever going to play in the infield for you. So that's where I go, man, I, I, I know that it's hard to predict futures, but what I've seen out of Joe Adele and what I've seen out of Brandon Marsh and what everyone has been saying, it's like, dude, the Angels for years did not draft first round pitching. They went after outfielders. And I would hate as an Angels fan base to go, well, we never got pitching for those years. But once we finally did get the guys that we did draft, we said bye to them. Right. You know, because the and, window and for Adele and Marsh are six years, seven years, as opposed to one or two for Castillo. Yeah. And, and you're talking about, I mean, he's got two more years of control and then he's going to garner a huge contract as well. Exactly. And I think the, it's always the age old debate of, and, and obviously the answer is go the free agent route. It's only because owners who don't share their books with us are the ones that make those decisions. It's kind of annoying, but the age old argument of should they just shell out a bunch of money for a good free agent or should they trade away possible future studs? You're always want to go to go the free agent route, but as a fan of a team that rarely likes to go the big time free agent mark, it's, it's like there's gotta be some kind of way to explain it and some kind of way to find that happy medium. And 
Yeah, trading three of your top four prospects for a guy who, sure, your playoff window would be pretty nice for these next two years, but then after that, you're not really sure what you're getting. That That's a lot to gamble with. I think if the Angels go the Kai Bush and Kyron Paris route, player to be named for Castillo, all right. As long as the Angels hang on to those top guys, I would not be upset. Yes, it's sad to lose some of the guys that are – but that's you got to give something to get something, right? right? And that's what you're looking at. I think the Angels still, again, to hit on my point one more time, I think they're still looking to go the Rodon route. I, I would venture a guess that that would be the better route for the team because they don't want to lose these guys. And I just don't know if Luis Castillo is the guy to bank on to lose Adele or Marsh. I don't know, man. I, I just can't see it. And, and yeah. it just seems a little too high, man. I think it's like close... They can negotiate during this time, during the lockout. We know that, that they can negotiate trades. They obviously can't make good on them yet, but I don't know, man. Maybe we didn't come to the conclusion that we wanted here, but that's probably what's going on in the front offices right now anyway. They're going like, man, you want all those? (laughs) I don't know about that much. Um, But I don't know. Comment section down below. It can get rowdy. I know it can. And at Locked on Angels, at Locked on Reds, at Jeff Carr, at Steve Granato, tag us and everything. What do you want? What's the deal? Send us your craziest mock trades. And if you throw me the one that Jeff sent me, get out of here with that. (laughs) And before we go, can I interest you in a Mike Moustakis? No. (laughs) I'm all right. Uh, (laughs) Anthony Rendon hurts his hip again. May I'll talk to you. (laughs) That's where I'm at with it. Uh, Jeff Carr, thanks for joining us on Locked on Angels. And I guess thanks to the Locked on Reds community uh, for letting me on your show as well. Absolutely. Right, guys that's going to do it for us in today's episode of locked on angels thanks for making us your first listen of the day for your second listen check out locked on bets your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs hosted by your boy q with expert analysis from lee sterling i am steve granado at steve granado of course at locked on angels we got a voicemail line and of course everything that you need to know is linked in the episode description here today all right guys we'll talk to you on friday for everything else i'm steve granado later 